All right, so today on the Pylon Podcast, I'm here with a Wesley McFan. We haven't done one of these together in a minute. I know uh, our schedules have been a little bit different and everything, but it's good to be back on here with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. It's been a crazy few weeks with all the holidays, and hope you had a great Christmas and New Year. Yeah, same to you, man. Same to you. I uh, I think it's about to get even crazier looking at some of these, you know, wild card games and stuff for this weekend. And just kind of the way the whole NFL season, you know, ended up playing out. But I think a lot of the teams that are in the postseason right now, there's pretty much kind of the teams I think we expected. There might be one or two that uh, kind of crept in there toward the very end. So if we're starting with the game this weekend. We have six games between three days. I'm starting Saturday. First game, Browns and Texans. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Browns. Um, it's a good I, choice. I like the Browns recently, dude, especially with um, – uh, Joe Flacco running yeah. that offense. I, I did not expect to see that at all, at all. You know, I, I, but the Texans do have a pretty, a pretty good offense too. You know, they, they've been, they've been really good this year too. And that surprised me. I did not expect to see that out of the Texans. I, I think that's one of the, probably the most interesting game that I did not expect to see in the wild card this year. Browns Texans like at the beginning of the season if you'd have told me the Browns and Texans made it to the playoffs I would have, I would have laughed at you <laughs> <laughs> especially into the playing each other too and it's actually yeah. kind of funny because we were doing a pod a while ago and we did like our preseason rankings for every division and whatnot and I was texting one of my other friends and we were like it's kind of funny that a few of these games there's maybe like two that don't really have any storylines but this Browns Texans, you look at the whole Deshaun Watson situation, how that's transpired. And I know, granted, he's not playing, but still, just that you got that matchup, you know, it's almost like that would that would be a great story if he was playing. But I'm kind of with you. I think I'm going Browns. And if you would have told me that these two teams were gonna be matched up, I would have been like, You're crazy. You know, I I, know. I, I thought the Browns were gonna make it in as a wild card. Um I had the Bengals above them, and I know Joe Burrow went down and they're season kind of fell to shambles but I, I had the Browns making it in so it's going to be interesting to see I think what they can kind of piece together I think their defense is solid um and you know it's just always hard because you look at CJ Stroud he's has, has, had such a great year but rookie quarterback rookie head coach I mean it's kind of like the I think the the tables are you know they're kind of stacked against them a little bit but I mean they're they're a really good team and I think they'll be good for years to come too yeah I think it really exposes CJ Stroud to the postseason and I don't expect him to take a win, but if he does, good for him. And that gives him more of that exposure. Um, but I think Joe Flacco's uh, experience in that kind of situation, you know, the tough plays, you know, the two minute drills, that kind of thing. I think that's going to give the Browns a heads up. Yeah. And I think too, the thing I've liked about Flacco a lot is just the fact that he's not scared to throw it downfield. I know some people have, you know, complaints about the interceptions and whatnot, but I think I trust our defense enough to, get a stop or mm -hmm. whole teams, you know, three points. So I, I don't really have much of an issue with the interceptions because, I mean, a few of them, too, have kind of come at points in the game where they don't really mean a whole lot. I know against the Texans, I think you threw one before the half, and one was at, like, the end of the game or somewhere in there. But, I mean, they, they really weren't that costly. Sure. So I don't have as big of an issue, you know, with that as everybody else might. Um, but I, I do want to ask you this, though, too, because speaking of the AFC South, this is funny. When we were on another pod, we said the AFC South, and I think it was maybe the NFC South, 
we kind of thought the Jaguars and the Saints were two teams that were kind of guaranteed to win the division because they weren't the best. But like now, I mean, you look at the Buccaneers, they won the NFC South, and now the uh, Texans have won the AFC South. And it's almost like you didn't think either one of them were going to be those teams. Not at all. Not at all. I think it's definitely uh, – it comes down to some key plays throughout the regular season, you know, and certain teams losing. And that enabled, you know, those those couple teams to sneak in. Same thing with the Steelers. I did not expect the Steelers at the beginning of the season to make it to the postseason. They didn't look they didn't look like a like a team that had it all together. They didn't look like they were all on the same page. They just kind of snuck in. And that's that's the next game on this list. Well, I guess it's a Sunday game. But um the Steelers and Bills, I one hundred percent have taken the Bills. Yeah. 100% taking the Bills. The Steelers, I mean, they're they snuck it. They're 10 and 7, so they're not a bad team, but I just think the Bills overall have a better offense and defense than the Steelers do. Yeah. And I think too when you look at the Bills ever since Dorsey's been gone, I mean, their offense seems like it has been like clicking a little bit more. They do seem like a little more kind of fluid just moving all together. I know people have gripes about um Stefan Diggs not being as big of a part of their offense right now, but I mean, yeah. Their run game, James Cook, he's been going pretty well. And I think they said he's the first – I don't remember who they said the last Bills player was running back to have over 1,000 yards in a season. I, th- I think it's been a minute. But, you know, James Cook, like, he's he's done that. So, I mean, there's been other things that have opened up, I think, in their offense, even though yeah. Stephon Diggs hasn't looked like the player recently that, you know, we know him to be. But Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can still – I mean, the Bills are still a dangerous team, and I think they can – I think they can make the push. You never know. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, when you you know, you kind of got a double team digs on the outside. Right. Because he is dangerous. So yeah. that takes two defensive players away. So it opens up, you know, uh, slants for the tight ends. I know the last when they were playing the Miami Dolphins, that the, the tight end plays were really yeah. what tore the Dolphins defense apart. Yeah. You know, Dalton Kincaid. And uh, what's the other what's the other one? Uh, Dawson Knox. Yeah. You know, they they both broke out in that game. And I love the play calling that and I love the ability of those tight ends to be able to read those defenses and break away earlier than what the route is supposed to. But just to give Josh Allen some help when they were pressuring Josh Allen so much, he just threw the ball down the middle of the field. One of the tight ends broke off early, you know, cut the defense in half. So I think I think that really kind of woke that part of the offense up, especially during the Miami game last week. And uh, I, I like to see what the Bills have, you know, this weekend. Yeah, I think the Ravens, the way I've kind of thought about it is, like, the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, but I think the Dol- the uh, the Bills, I think they might be the scariest or most dangerous team um, just because, like you said, I mean, I think you look at certain games they've had this year and the way they've been able to put their offense together, I mean, it looks it, – their offense looks much different than Baltimore's. And just like with that aerial attack, and so I mean, I think that's going to play to their advantage in a lot of these games. Um, so yeah, I like I like Buffalo on this one with you. Uh, next AFC game, Miami Dolphins at Kansas City Chiefs. I think I don't want to say upset alert, but I think we might need to be on one for this game, dude. I I watched the first game they played this year, or the game they played earlier this year, I guess. The Dolphins Chiefs and it was it was kind of a wreck. It was kind yeah. of a mess. You know, yeah. I, I really expected the Dolphins to play much better than they did. 
but it was it was in Germany. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there was some plane flight lag or whatever. But with them going to Kansas City, it's going to be really cold. Yeah. So the weather is definitely going to be a factor. I think, you know, Kansas City, they're more used to the cold than I think the Dolphins will be. So I think I, I'm i still going to take Chiefs on this one. Okay. I, we might disagree. But that's the fun of it, though. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs only because the way the Dolphins played against the Bills last week, their mm-hmm. defense got split apart. Uh, the first time the Dolphins played the Chiefs this year, the defense got split apart. The Dolphins are one and five against teams above 500. So, you know, their their offense is unstoppable as long as Tyreek Hill is healthy and he can get open. But from yeah. what I saw in the Bills game last week, they shut him down pretty good too. So I think Dolphins are kind of slipping and Kansas City might squeak this one. Yeah, I, I think your point about the Dolphins, their record against other good teams or teams above 500 is a, is a very good point. Um, I, the, and the thing about it, too, is like Kansas City, when you really think about it, they've pretty much made their living this year on defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, their defense has really been their bread and butter. You look at a lot of the games that they were able to squeak out early on um, when I think we kind of got a feeling that Patrick Mahomes didn't really have anybody to throw to their defense was pretty much making up for a lot of that, helping them. Because I think my mind goes back to their game against Jacksonville early in the season. Mm-hmm. It was a super, like, low-scoring game, but the Chiefs, their defense pretty much shut Trevor Lawrence and those guys down. So I, I do think if the Chiefs' defense can do that against the Dolphins, it might end up being Chiefs come out on top. And I just kind of go back to the Dolphins. I think when Tyreek Hill missed some time this year, you kind of saw other guys like Jalen Waddell, and them step up. I mean, they're I mean they're pretty much like we've said all year. We've done these together. They're a team full of track stars. Oh yeah, uh, all fastest over the team, place. fastest team in the NFL. Like there's yeah. no doubt. Raheem Mostert, and then you got D- Devon A. Chain. Yeah, you know, those guys are quick everywhere. So I think I think this is really going to be a good one. I think it is going to be a lot high, more high scoring than their previous meeting this season, but. Man, I feel like if the Dolphins do one, it's going to be by like a field goal. It's going to be something. It's going to be close. Yeah, I, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think I think it'll be a tight spread. Yeah, yeah. Um, so NFC games now. This, this is one another game that has some storylines on it. Uh, Packers at Cowboys. Mike McCarthy. I mean, what are you going to do against your old team? I, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting for sure. You know, he has more of an idea how that team operates than I think any of the other teams against each other do. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm going to take the Cowboys only because I feel like the Packers just kind of squeaked in yeah. as a wild card. You know, the Cowboys have been more consistent throughout the year. Uh, I love I like Jordan Love. He's a great he's a great quarterback. I like to see him kind of taking over for the Green Bay offense. And he looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers. You know, yeah. he looks he looks really good over there, you know, running that offense. But. I think Dak Prescott, he, number one, has more experience in the postseason. Granted, he's never been real far into it. But uh, I think I think I'm taking the Cowboys on this one. They have more weapons, I guess, on the offensive side of the ball. But Green Bay's defense is really good, too. I think that's going to be more of a defensive game. Yeah, that's kind of what, what I was thinking, too, more of a defensive game. Because the Packers, like, like you said, when you look at their defense, I mean, just – Pretty much at every level, they have guys that make it difficult all over the place, I think, for the Cowboys. But like you said, I think the Cowboys, they have more experience. Like I said, not much more, but, you know, even a few games count. Um, Mike McCarthy, guy who's won a Super Bowl, too. I mean, he, he kind of knows what it takes. Um, 
So yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cowboys on this one with you too. I think I think this should be uh this should be a good one. We'll see if they can make a run and actually actually do something this year, man. Because I just it's almost like when do you get to the point of where Cowboy fans just like acknowledge like what's real? <laughs> they just they're yeah. just sort of like oh well it's and I'm like guys it's not we've all seen the memes we've all seen the memes you all know? the memes I love posting them. I love <laughs> Um, all right, so next NFC game. This is this is a good one too, and I was kind of hoping this happened before it was set. Los Angeles Rams at Detroit Lions. So Lions are in the playoffs now. This is interesting, yeah. and they actually feel like a legitimate team that could actually do something. They do, they do. You know, I don't think they'll get past the 49ers, but I think they're going to take this game over the Rams. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's so funny too because the Rams are another team I really liked a lot this year. I always felt like they're they were better than what their record what like what their record was because there's always two games I go back to. I think one of the first pods you and I did was week two when they lost to San Francisco mm-hmm. and Stafford threw that interception right at the end of the game. And I'm like, you're you're right there about to win against who arguably was probably the Super Bowl favorite back then. Um and then their game two against Cincinnati on Monday night football. That was another game too they think they had. So there's probably about three or four games I can go back to for the Rams this year that they should have won. So I think they, they've been a legitimate team all year. But um, I think similar to a lot of these other teams, the Detroit Lions, their weapons all over the place. I mean, Amara St. Brown, I think he was almost – I think he was over 1,200 yards receiving this year. You had two guys who were close to over 1,000 yards rushing. I mean, they just all over all over the place. I mean, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl already. They just I – think, I think they're going to – I think they'll make a deep run. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I saw a statistic um, on Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford that since they were traded, uh, their stats are almost identical. Really? You know? Yeah, 66 touchdown passes, and then it was like completion percentage was 68% on both of them, and then their passer rating was like 92 on both of Like, they were almost neck and neck. So I think that is going to be a shootout. Yeah. And I'm excited for that one. That is going to be a fun one. And I think to your point about, you know, Matthew Stafford, his stats, I think it's a tip of the cap to him. Just you kind of look at his team and what he's been able to do. I mean, they've had injuries. I mean, Puka Nakua stepped up this year. And they don't have a ton of people who are like crazy household names on their team. But the fact Mm -hmm. that he's been able to do this, I think, says a lot about him. Um, Their defense obviously isn't what it was a few years ago. But, you know, I think Stafford, I think he's just – I think he's just that good. And I feel like there's been – a discussion the last couple of years since he won the Super Bowl about is he a Hall of Famer or not. And, you know, if he was able to make a run with this Rams team, you know, to a Super Bowl, and if they run it, if, you know, if they run it back and win it again, I mean, I think it's fair to put him in that in that discussion. So I think there's a lot on the line for Matt Stafford and his legacy. I feel oh, like yeah. it's already established, but I think he can just add to it, like, with these playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. For sure. Um, and then this last one too on Monday, uh, Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one, I'm I'm probably gonna upset some people. I'm going Bucks. Yeah. Only only because the Eagles are plagued with injuries right now. They they lost to the Giants. They lost to the Cardinals. They they have really kind of just let things slip. And I hate to say it because you know a lot of my buddies are Eagles fans. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> I, they've, they've really just kind of let it go, you know, yeah. and, and partially it's not their fault, you know, injuries, you can't really do too much with that, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the Eagles just have not been playing like they had the first 
half of this year and then last year they're not the same team right yeah i, I i'm actually kind of with you on this one i think i might go buccaneers too because this eagles team reminds me a lot of the steelers team that went to the playoffs a few years ago they started 11 and up but they were kind of beating up on a lot of bad teams mm-hmm. and then they finished the they lost like last five games of the year um and then the loss of the Browns eventually in the post the postseason. The Buccaneers, I think, one, this game being at home helps them a lot. The people are going to be rowdy. They're going to be behind their guys. And I think Baker Mayfield, too, man. I mean, as much as, you know, I've kind of been critical of Baker over the years. I mean, he's really – he stepped up this year. I think arguably he yeah. could – you know, he could be in the discussion for some accolades. I think he's put together a really solid season. And just knowing his personality, how fired up he gets and how – Rowdy. I mean, this just seems like a Baker Mayfield game written all over it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And the Eagles defense, like it doesn't look like what it was last year at all. Um, you know, the defensive line's been really disappointing, the secondary too. So, I mean, I guess this is, I think, going to really fall on their offense. If they can put it together, then maybe Philly. But I like the Buccaneers and their momentum right now. I know, granted, they didn't look the best last week against Carolina, whatever, but. I had the Bucks finish in last in their division. And I think a lot of other people probably did too. Um, yeah. You know, I thought Carolina was going to be better than they were, but mm-hmm. no, no, different story. <laughs> but no, definitely uh, going to be a solid three days of football. It's going to be fun to to watch those and recap them on here with you next week. Yeah, this is a great time of year. You know, I, I love to see the hustle in these postseason games. You know, everything's on the line. It's not like you got another game next week. Exactly. So. I love to see the hustle and the playmaking and the play calling. So I, I love this time of year. Uh, I, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. These guys are going to lay it all on the line and give us plenty of uh, plenty of discussion for next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Pylon Podcast. I'm Ken Lielli with Wesley McFan. We'll see you guys next time.